Hello, and welcome to Impact the Borough, a podcast from the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. I'm Brent Christensen, the president and CEO of the Chamber. Each week, we'll highlight what we're doing to start and grow businesses, create quality jobs, and develop our workforce. We'll also check in with our community partners to share inspiring stories and important information from across our community. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union, a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, TrueLiant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit TrueLiant.org for more information. Thank you, Andrew, Paige, and Taylor for being on the call today to talk a little bit more about Campus Greensboro and intern impacts in Greensboro, North Carolina. So to get it started, I just want to talk a little bit about Campus Greensboro. So Campus Greensboro is part of Action Greensboro, which is an initiative of the Chamber of Commerce here in the city to help connect young talent to the workforce. And right now we're in the middle of our 2021 fellows program with students interning all across the city at about 32 different organizations. And Andrew and Paige are part of that cohort as well as Taylor. So now I'm gonna turn things over to Taylor who is our wonderful Campus Greensboro intern to lead us off. All right, thanks Caroline, I appreciate it. So um, like Caroline said, I am the intern for Campus Greensboro. I work on uh, digital content as well as strategic communication. And today we have Andrew Council, who is a recent uh, graduate this past May from UNCG. He majored in media studies and communications. He is also the intern for marketing at ITG Brands. We also have Paige Wilson, who is a rising senior in human services with a minor in psychology. Paige is the events and programming intern at Guilford Green Foundation. Super excited to have you guys on. And so with those little bios, I'm just gonna kind of launch into the questions and then you guys, you know, feel free to answer or just take yourself off mute and then answer. Um, so give me the elevator pitch for your organization. So just let me know exactly sort of what you guys do, what and what your goals are. Um, so really thank you for putting me on the on the call on the podcast. So like she said, I work for ITG Brands, which is a um, it's a mother organization who owns um, various different cigars, cigarette and e-vapor, um, basically other like smaller brands. Um, and basically what we do, I guess, uh, well, my position specifically, I work for the brand marketing team. And specifically, I work for the Backwoods team, um, which is a cigar brand specifically out of Greensboro, out of Charlotte. Uh, so I work for Gulfwood Green Foundation, which is the LGBT plus center in downtown Greensboro. Uh, it's basically a organization that really serves to support the community in whatever way that may look. So by putting on events or by partnering with other organizations around the Greensboro area uh, for more uh, for social events, for resources, things like that. We have a lot of different sub social groups uh, that come out and branch out of the center, such as uh, Gay and Gray, our youth programming, things like that. So basically like a big resource center for the LGBTQ plus community. That's so awesome. You guys have such interesting organizations. Tell me a little bit of why you feel like Greensboro needs your organization. So 
talk a little bit about the importance of your organization and uh, what they do here locally. I guess um, the way that I think of it is you, ITG Brands is part of like a global community. So um, before working at ITG, I didn't know how big the corporation was. We actually spread out globally. Um, we're the third largest tobacco company in the U.S. Um, specifically, and in my opinion, what we do for Greensboro is bring a lot of jobs um, specifically to the, um, to the local area. Um, there's the corporate jobs that we have and also the plant jobs as well too. And there's also, I think, a research facility that we have in Greensboro as well. So there's a lot of different locations that people can come to Greensboro and bring jobs to the, um, to the local community. Wow, that's really interesting. I definitely can understand the globalization and how that Greensboro is connecting to the outside. What about you, Paige? I would definitely say GGF is needed in the Greensboro area, uh, simply for just that representation, that visibility, that sense of community and support for the LGBTQ plus community. Um, since it is a, we are like a minority uh, like in society. So it's always good to have that a uh, safe haven, that safe place where you know, where folks know that they can come and um, be accepted no matter what, uh, anything. So I think it's very important. Okay, awesome. Obviously, representation is so, so, so important, um, especially just for creating like great spaces within your city. Um, so, and then I'm gonna, you guys kind of answered this, so feel free to Feel free to just give sort of a shorter answer, but if you want to list off some things you feel like that makes your organization unique. So think about, you know, compared to other organizations within the same industry. Um, I would say um, ITG brand sticks out and makes it unique, um, or the things that make it unique, I would say would be its sustainability. Um, we focus on a lot about um, reducing the, I guess, our carbon footprint, so our impact on how um, we impact the environment. Um, so we try to use a lot of renewable resources, renewable materials in regards to making the products that we use while also meeting the customer demands and expectations as well. That is unique. How about you, Paige? Um, I think that Guilford Green is unique in the sense of just creating that community and that diversity. Um, we, on staff, we have a lot of diversity that kind of touches on um, a lot of different areas within the LGBT plus community, because there are so many different areas, oftentimes only the white gay community gets most of the spotlight, visibility, resources, funding, things like that. So with Guilford Green being able to uh, dip into different identities and different um, mini communities within the LGBT plus community, uh, I think makes it very neat. Okay, awesome. So something that I wanted to mention earlier, I should have mentioned, but um, Caroline and I talked a lot about how important it is to connect the, um, the fellows this year and really just interns in Greensboro to not only what they do um, in the workplace, but also sort of um, the impact that that has on their life and just also sort of like that work-life integration. So this next question is a little more focused on you. Um, it's just, how does your organization's work connect to you personally? So, you know, what, what is that connection of how you ended up where you are? That's a great question. Um, I think personally for me, 
I would like to relate it to like the specific team that I work for because ITG Brands covers like a lot of different brands, a lot of different companies within the mother organization that it is. Um, but specifically, I work for the MMC team or the Mass Market Cigar team, specifically underneath the Backwoods team. Um, but the reason why, um, to answer your question, I would say I'm able to apply my creativity and also work for a consumer-facing organization as well too. Um, so I'm also able to see. Um, what different different consumers like um, from what we push out to them, as well as being able to apply my creativity, my imagination, and also just being able to have fun in the work that I do as well. Awesome. I love that. I would definitely, I'm very personally connected with the GGF. Um, I do identify within the queer community. And so it is a huge factor of my just life personally. Um, so being able to have that extra personal ability to the work that I'm doing and the work that I do um, really is a huge factor as to how drives me to uh, do the work that I do. Honestly, thanks for sharing that, Paige. Like you definitely didn't have to, and we really appreciate that, that authentic, uh, that authentic feeling within this space. Um, let me ask you, I'm going to kind of tail end and address it to you and then Andrew can answer, but um, who inspires you to do your work? So think work-related uh, inspiration or an anecdote that really um, inspired you to look for these opportunities. Um, I would say just in general, I believe um, to answer your question, I guess there's two different, I guess, like entities that I would mention. Um, I would say the first one would be my support systems. Um, so in regards to like my family, my friends, I call my friends my family. So they're kind of the same thing um, as well as the, the team that I work with right now or the, the new hire team that I work with. So we meet every Friday. Um, so I guess this is my small anecdote, but we meet every Friday and kind of just de-stress and talk like, girl, how was your week? It was like, it was terrible, but you know, I'm glad to see y'all. So I'm um, just being able to um, have that um that one-on-one -on -one conversation or like one-on-one -on -one six conversation with other people um, who also are just starting in the organization that you're working with um, help help kind of de-stress us. And we're also able to talk about like our stressors as well as things that we're working on creatively. So, so um, if that's, I guess that's, is that a good answer for your question? Is that good? Okay, cool. Just making sure that was cool. That's a fantastic answer. No, that was great. <laughs> um, and what about you, Paige? Uh, I would say, I would give two, as well first my boss because at elon so i at elon university i work in the glc or the gender and lgbtqia center on campus and my boss actually was the person who told me about ggf and campus greensboro so <laughs> they definitely were a huge factor um and just very me and my boss, like the relationship that they cultivate within the office is a very personal one, a uh, personable one. And it's one that makes me feel comfortable sharing um, things maybe that, so, uh, they're able to make it seem like we're, we're eye to eye, we're equals. And I really respect that. And um, it pushes me to even have even more respect um, when I'm treated as such. So that's, a, he, they're a huge factor. And also just like my community um, and like the younger community, especially because I know growing up how I was raised, the LGBT plus community was never talked about, never, we never, it was just like not talked about at all from where I'm from. So the fact that um, 
I'm able to speak so freely and so confidently about my identity and be so unapologetic about it. Um, I really want to create that space and that environment for the younger generation coming up so that they can feel comfortable expressing and discovering who they are um, without any ridicule. Paige, I really, really enjoyed that answer. And I like how you're connecting it back to people in your life who have kind of guided you to this point and great mentors who have connected you. And so I'm interested with your internships this summer, Andrew and Paige, you work at very different types of organizations and size and impact and who you're talking with every week. So how are you finding those mentors and those kind of role models in your jobs that you look up to or making connections with? I know, Andrew, you mentioned the weekly meetings, but how are you identifying kind of those leaders in those spaces on the day-to-day in your internships? I can go first, so that's okay. Um, I was thinking about, um, that's a great question. And I think about this often um, around like the first like week and a half, I think at the organization that I work with, um, I wasn't giving a heavy load work. Uh, my only task was to reach out to the the other managers and other people who work specifically on my team and other teams who work similarly um, or do the same work that we do. Um, so um, that's, is, I guess, how I found like the, my mentorship base. I'm just reaching out to others and, and hearing how what work they do and how it can be related to what I'm doing as well, too. At GGF, we have a really small staff, and so we do have weekly meetings as well, but I mean, it's only like about six or seven of us. So it's really easy to um, find mentorships and have those great conversations um, and ask questions with uh, just the whole staff. Um, after our staff meetings, we're able to go and like work on the, the things that we have to do independently. So I definitely take the time that I'm physically in the office space to um, inquire, ask questions. I know that my title is a program or events and programming intern. However, I talked to uh, Lucy, who's our financial and marketing um, staff member and talked to her about like, how she promotes the event, how she gets sponsors, you know, things like that. I'll talk to like my supervisor, Kiara, um, and ask like how they, you know, like I'm able to, since we're such a small staff, um, I'm able to dip my toes into different things and, and kind of ask questions and learn the ins and outs of, of the different positions around the office. I think it's really amazing how you guys are like, so rooted in your organization so quickly right like internships are not super long but like you guys really talk about how you are connecting with these people but also connecting with the work and I really think that's amazing like I'm trying my best to do that at my own internship so um I was just kind of curious though it made me I started thinking I was like you're connecting to these people what are you guys like bringing to the table in your work so you can talk about some of your specific projects maybe, but you also don't have to get too into it. But like, what do you feel like you're um, bringing as you're meeting all these people? Cause I know they're sewing into you. So you're probably sewing it to them as well. I think um, some of the items that I would say that I would bring to the table would be, um, as I mentioned before, creativity is one, um, imagination, as well as some um, hard skills, of course. But I don't like talking about hard skills all the time because that's so you know professional. But um, just, I think also, Another thing I wanted to mention was, I guess, like my familial instinct. I'm, it's, I get so attached to people who I work with just because of the things that we connect with. Um, but I've noticed that that sometimes can be a good thing. It's bittersweet because you, when you have to leave the internship, sometimes it can be hard to because you've made these deep connections um, with these other associates that you work with as well. 
Um, and then also I would say um, my organization and professional acumen are two items as well too. Um, those are things that um, whenever I'm working on a team, I'm, all, I'm always the one who has to organize things. I may not be able to, at the front of the line of things, but I'm, I may be in the back organizing, <laughs> that's all. I think that I was, uh, in kind of contrast with Andrew, it seems like I, um, I actually can bring in a lot of like my personal like life and um, like my identities and I can use my experiences and, and perspectives on different topics um, in a way that helps GGF uh, because I feel like I do have a kind of different story than a lot of those other staff members. So bringing in like an extra perspective is always, always, always good. Um, and I work with, well, I'm starting to cultivate a QTPOC relationship within GGF, which is uh, queer and trans people of color. And so that is a very big, that's probably one of like the biggest things that I'm working on this summer. Um, and one of the biggest, things that GGF is going to start doing um, it, to bring in more diversity and more inclusion. Um, so I would say I, I, I use that perspective a lot. That's really awesome. I love to hear that, guys. Think, take, take a second to think, but what's a major lesson that you've learned from either your organization or from being um, hands-on in, within your position? Or were you like, boom, major lesson? It's hard to pinpoint one, but I'm going to try to combine two into one sentence. Um, I believe that the one of the biggest lessons that I've learned would include um, don't be afraid to take your time with your work. Um, I think that usually, I guess, as humans, we're, especially being in this country, we're so used to things being based on time and things being based on um, how quick you can do something or how fast you can return a project in regard to work or in regard to driving down the street, how fast you can get there. But um, I guess like in the position that I'm working in right now, it's it's so uh, it's so micro in regard to the way that I have to look at the things that I'm doing um, that I'm able to take the time that I need with it. Um, and I'm not as rushed as I has been, have been other positions. So being able to take the time that I need to be able to execute um, a complete and full project um, in regard to turning it into my superiors um, and getting feedback and everything, but just being able to know that it's okay to take your time with it. Don't rush it if you don't have to. Uh, one of one of the many lessons that I've learned from in the internship, I would say, is that um, when thinking on your toes, it's okay to. Um, how do I want to word this? things happen, you know, like you can plan, 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 but there are things that happen in the moment sometimes that are unexpected. So um, being able to think on your toes, usually I try to do that by myself, but by, through this internship, I learned that it's okay to like brainstorm and collaborate and like share that you're struggling with something or or say that you, you know, admitting that you have a problem that you can't fix by yourself and getting that support from, you know, the people around you, just the way that I was raised and growing up, like I'm a very independent person naturally. Um, but through this internship, learning that like, it's okay to A, admit that you've got a problem that you can't fix on your own, even though you've tried and be accepting that help from, from other people. And, and that 
honestly is a lesson that I can apply to my personal life as well. So it's like a two in one. <laughs> well, and I think this summer has been so different, right? You all are experiencing this hybrid fellows program, hybrid internships, um, different opportunities here and there. And so I also wanted to ask, you've mentioned finding mentors, making great community, finding your barriers. And Andrew, I really appreciate the take your time. I'm like writing that down for advice for myself because it's so hard to slow yourself down when you have a project with a deadline. And it's sometimes even harder to ask for extra time to make it just that much better. Um, but how do you all stay energized in your work? So how are you keeping up that energy? I know that people expect interns to bring a lot of energy to the table, new ideas every day. So how do you keep yourself fresh and how do you bring new ideas to the table? That's a great question. Thank you for that. I think um, something that I've learned in this position specifically is um, it's not always good to be booked and busy. Like it's that's a, that, that phrase has, has been connotated as like, okay, yeah, you need to be booked and busy and everything needs to be set in stone and everything that you're doing. But um, being able to know that it's okay to take breaks is important. I agree with that 100%. Um, I also am fortunate enough, I'm not sure if every internship is like this, but uh, there are two interns at GGF who are also a part of Campus Greensboro. So me and my coworker, <laughs> coworker for the summer, um, Lenny, like having another person who's in the same role as you um, coming in the same time as you, everything has been so extremely relieving and has dwindled away like my anxiety towards um, starting these big projects and things like that because they're literally doing the same thing. And so I'm able to kind of lean on them for support and we, we chat, we text or whatever. And we keep the energy going, yeah. I definitely um, identify with you, um, Andrew, on yours of how to stay energized. Like when I make my schedule, I make time within my schedule for reading research about what I'm doing so I can stay on current trends, know what's going on, um, look at other organizations and what they're doing, just research, like pouring that into myself. And then also, um, because I'm in media, basically being on social media, like looking around and, you know, interacting. So I definitely like agree. And bouncing off of that a little bit, um, framing your internship a bit. So all of you are also part of the fellows program this summer, which has also been hybrid, which is new for us. It's been a brand new experience. So I wanted to ask you a little bit about what the fellows program experience has been like for you. I know we just had our Center for Creative Leadership training um, last week. So have there been any major takeaways or benefits from the fellows program that you have seen this summer, kind of pairing that along with your particular internship experience? And Andrew, this is your number two for you. So I'm sure you'll have a different perspective as an alumni and, and present fellow. Thank you. I think um, just thinking about, like you said, it is my second second round um, in the Campus Greensboro program. And I think each, the, it's very different than it was last time, um, in my opinion. This last time was solely virtual, this time is hybrid. So we're able to do um, different things in person than we, they were, that we weren't able to do last summer. Um, and I think one of the biggest things that I was able to learn this year that was different than last year, um, I guess was the benefit of listening to other, other interns' experiences. Um, and I was able to do, the, to, the, to do that last year as well too, but um, hearing, I guess, like how different and also how similar um, other interns and their experiences are to mine um, kind of helps me feel like, okay, I'm not the only one, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, I was going to say something very similar. I was going to say like being able to just talk to all of these different people and um, hearing about their experiences because they're so different than mine uh, and the work that I do. And so like hearing like, like, like people who are in maybe STEM fields or something talking about, you know, like IT, like I'm like, I don't know anything about that. And I'm always someone just naturally who loves talking about different perspectives that aren't mine or different lifestyles that aren't mine and hearing about just the way other people live. Um, so being able to have that networking aspect of chatting with the other interns and seeing people, all of us being interns, but all of us being at like different walks in life, which is really cool. I thought that before coming in, it was just gonna be like college or um, like uh, 18 through like 21. No people who have kids and like adults and stuff. So it just, it's really the, the networking aspect has been such a joy to be a part of. Paige, you took the words right out of my mouth. Like we, I, I look at us as a cohort, like we are a unit and also we're also different. So it's been really cool to get to know so many different people. So since we've been able to move forward, like as 2021 um, fellows, what would you say for the people coming behind us? Like, what advice would you give them for the future? What advice would you give them? Hey, they're becoming new fellows for 2022. What would you say? If I would to give in any advice to an upcoming fellow, I would say um, use this time as a fellow to be a sponge to the things that are around you. Um, so the knowledge that you're getting from your internship site the knowledge that you're getting from other interns, knowledge that you're getting from um, the campus, um, the campus Greensboro fellow program specifically internally, um, just be be a sponge to everything. Sometimes I think as humans, we have a, well, some people have a tendency of like speaking first or being always the one to say something first instead of listening. Um, so just being able to, I'll use the word sponge, I'll just other words to you, but just being a sponge to the knowledge that you're, that you're gaining because you're, you were you were chosen for a reason if that makes any sense um so the people who put you in this seat knew that you could take a lot from the position so um being able to um be humble to the position that you have um and also being able to to learn um from the things that are given to you i love that advice <laughs> um i will give advice speaking from someone who's like me so like like an introvert, um, it's okay to stop, step a little bit out of your comfort zone. Um, that's something that I would tell myself and anyone coming in under me. Um, it, as an introvert, it is so easy to just, especially with it being hybrid style um, and having not all events be required, it's like easy to just stay in your shell and just like return back to yourself. But um, this is such a unique experience and it's such a great one that could benefit and impact our lives long-term. So just going ahead and just stepping out of that comfort zone for a bit and um, going to that social event or if you're at the social event, like walking up to, that is one of the hardest things that I, cause I have anxiety. So just speaking in, to others is just, it's a constant, conscious struggle for me but being okay with being uncomfortable and still doing it while being uncomfortable uh and walking up to that group of people and starting a conversation because you never know what 
what you're going to get out of that conversation or what they're going to get from you. May I have one more piece of advice? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Paige made me think about something else to say as well, too. Um, there were two things that I thought about. Um, but I wanted to say that another thing that I've learned in this position that I'm sitting in and also talking to other interns and also people who are just like graduating from college and entering the new professional world um, is something that that I've learned is that different doesn't always have to be bad. Um, I think that we kind of take different experiences as negative, but it's ne not necessarily negative things, just different. Um, and also something that Paige said that made me think um, was that if you're scared to do something, I know some a mentor of mine told me to do this and I, it has never left my brain. But if you're scared to do something, just do it scared. Yes, <laughs> I definitely agree. Like that, that is, that, that's a gem. Like all of it was gems, but that is like an amazing, like just do it scared because at the end of the day, you know, I feel like as fellows, like we're gaining so much. And I feel like also on the other side of the spectrum, Greensboro's gaining so much from interns. Like they're really getting this op this amazing opportunity and it's it's an amazing relationship. Why do you think Greensboro uh, needs interns? So basically, you know, we're getting so much from them, but what do you think they're getting from us? I'm trying to pinpoint a good answer that answers your question effectively. I believe that I know that you can y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think one of the main, um, I guess like tiers, um, when I was first recruited to do campus Greensboro, I'm from Lizzie like a couple years ago, um, but it's to encourage students or young professionals to stay in Greensboro work here, um, so that the young professional cohort can just grow as it is as it's starting after students graduate from undergrad. Um, so I think that. Um, Campus Greensboro does a great job in doing that because they offer everything a young professional would need after when they would either are recently graduating or either um, in their latter years um, of their undergrad experience. Um, so I think to answer your question why Greensboro needs interns, I believe that um, the companies that are in Greensboro specifically need younger people to work for them, in my opinion, um, because the, what I've seen, I may be wrong, but what I've seen um, is that um, corporations in Greensboro are people are retiring, people are getting older and they're um, leaving the workforce. So it's, in my opinion, if I'm looking at people leaving the workforce, you need someone to replace them or to start the recycle up again. Um, so in my opinion, that's why Greensboro needs interns because they need young professionals to fill the full-time position that people are leaving. I 100% agree. I definitely think that um, it's, it's time to start bringing in more young adults into these long lasting or bigger corporations. Uh, also for the fact that yes, uh, for when older people leave or retire, um, but also to have that perspective with like the older perspective. So the folks who are also staying in those positions um, because they can also learn from us young adults and just like we learn so much from uh, our older folks. So just having that collaboration because it's not often seen in society as a whole. Um, you know, if you look at like governmental systems and things as such, like there are a bunch of older people, which is also, which is great, but this society or this nation isn't just filled with older people. It's filled with a lot of young people um, and a lot of different perspectives. And I think we do um, have 
skills and 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 mindsets that need to be shared and heard. Can I add one more thing as well too? I'm sorry to interrupt you, Taylor. Um, the thing that I wanted to add to, I think sometimes we also think that um, we have this like build of what an intern age should be, but I was um, able to meet an intern last summer um, who was a lot older than me. Um, so I think having the chance to, um, like, like Paige said about having interns bring this new type of mindset, regardless of age as well too, um, the new mindset to the corporations that they work for, um, kind of gives a new and innovative way of working, a new innovative way of thinking as well. Okay, awesome. I'm so glad you added that. That really enriched what you just said. I do. So I've got like, I've got magic powers. I'm waving a magic wand. Tell me, Andrew and Paige, tell me what are those three things, what are three things you hope for Greensboro? So think broad. Obviously, you guys have been talking super broad and about society, but also like small as, as, um, as young professionals, we need things to do. So what, like maybe it isn't fosters, things like that. Like, tell me what are three things you wish for Greensboro? Um, I think the first thing that I could think of would be, I would hope that Greensboro um, becomes, it is now, I think, but also I think communities can also grow in various ways too. Um, I believe that I would hope that Greensboro becomes a more inclusive community, um, just for all different communities, not just um, based on race, class, ageism, um, orientation, what's on all facets. I think there's a lot of ways that Greensboro can be in a more inclusive community. I think all cities, but specifically Greensboro can add things to after the inclusivity. Number two, I would say um, there's a lot of things. Okay, this is one. There's not a lot of things to do for young people during the summertime. There's a lot of things to do for people during the, like, the semesters when students are here. Um, but I find myself sitting in my room and watching Netflix, which is totally fine as well. But I think that there's things that there can be added in regard to things for young people to do in Greensboro during the summertime. And then number three, I would hope that, I think just Greensboro, just um, as corporations grow, I would hope that jobs come to Greensboro as well too, so that interns can find full-time positions in Greensboro. Um, I know that like when I was looking before I able, was able to um, get uh, obtain the position that I have now at ITG Brands, I was looking for positions at um, in Greensboro specifically to work after graduation. Um, so I'm thinking that I would hope that Greensboro is able to grow and gain in regard to the full-time positions that they offer young students or young professionals so that they can grow and actually start their careers in Greensboro. I would say, okay, let's go one, one at a time. Um, one of the biggest things that I learned, this is a small thing, one of the biggest things that I discovered while driving through, because I'm from Atlanta, I'm not from North Carolina, so driving through Greensboro, it's kind of like not, not as like physically accessible to different like physical abilities, um, so that's just like a, like one thing that I would change, like, um, you know, roads being like wheelchair size instead of um, I guess like I, they measure it like by person size, things like that, small things like that. Um, also, I would say, uh, I hope that Greensboro grows. It's, uh, kind of similar to what Andrew was saying, um, it's sub communities, you know, there, there's one big community, but there are some communities that kind of get more resources and visibility than others. So for example, the QT pop community isn't as, it's not as there as I would want it to be. <laughs> so having that to uh, grow would be fantastic. Um, and uh, 
intersectionality. I feel like uh, a lot of times people feel like, oh, I have to decide between diff- like which identity based on like the event that they want to go to. Um, but recognizing, I guess, and promoting that there we see and that we understand that there are people who are intersectional and ha- carry multiple minority identities or um, multiple different identities and to have spaces for that because a, um, a white queer person's experience is very different than a straight black person's con- um, experience and is very, very different than a queer black person's experience. So just having um, having more, I guess, activities or, or organizations or just having more space for, for those intersectional identities. Wow, Y'all, y'all's hopes really inspire me. I love, I love what y'all want for Greensboro and it's honestly really, I don't know, inspiring to hear. I really want to take some time just to say like, thank you so much for your time. Like everyone's super busy. We're all, you know, hunkered down in the last weeks of our internships and you guys made time and then also really brought your full authentic self um, to the podcast. So I really appreciate that. And I know Caroline does as well. So thank you so much from me and Caroline. So thank you everyone for listening. If you are listening into this podcast today on July 29th, it is officially National Intern Day. And here in the city, it is Campus Greensboro Day. So that means that we are celebrating young talent and all that the interns bring to our wonderful city. So if you would like to celebrate our interns who are in Greensboro, come out to LaBauer Park tonight from 4.30 to seven o'clock. We will be having a celebration by the kiosk and we would love to have you come out and meet some of our interns who are here in the city and also to celebrate all the young talent that we can bring to the area. Thanks. This podcast is brought to you by Trulian Federal Credit Union a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit truliant.org for more information. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube thanks to our video sponsor, North State. Make sure to subscribe so you'll get new episodes delivered to your device each week. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GSO Chamber. See you next time. Mm